Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, the sports editor here at Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out another edition of the Star Local Media Gridiron Podcast. I am here for a rapid reaction to the Class 6A Division I state semifinal between Allen and Round Rock Cedar Ridge, held Saturday down in Waco at McLean Stadium. Uh, congratulations to the Allen Eagles. The Eagles are bound for the uh, for the state championship game for the fifth time in their history, following a twenty eight to seven victory over Cedar Ridge. Um, you know, uh, with the win, Allen improves their uh, their record to fifteen and zero, keeping that perfect season afloat. While Cedar Ridge's season ends thirteen and two. I guess kind of the long and short of this one. Um, you know, it's been it's been bandied about for years since Allen has kind of gotten on this on this run of theirs. You know, it's been said by media folks from players, coaches, fans alike. I mean, a lot of times it takes it takes near flawless football to be able to upend the Eagles on uh, on most nights. You know, even nights when you know when Allen doesn't have its fastball, which I mean, as I'll get to you know in a bit. I mean, Allen was by no means flawless on Saturday against Cedar Ridge, um, but they're you know, but Allen just isn't going to make the mistakes that just outright cost them a game. They just they've that, that's just not their mo. That is not the way that they've uh, you know they've gotten to where they are. I mean, this is a team that is about as sound from an execution standpoint as any team in the state. And um, you know, when you compare that to just kind of of how this thing unraveled for Cedar Ridge. I mean, let's just be obvious here. When you lose the turnover battle five to one, that just isn't. I mean, it's that is that is practically insurmountable when paired opposite, you know, a team with the uh, you know with the firepower on both sides of the ball, um, like Allen. So yes, like this was a game that you know, as evidenced by the uh, you know only thirty five points scored total in this game. This was a very defensive minded game from the onset, um, you know. But Allen is able to generate you know a handful more of a, a handful of miscues on uh, on Cedar Ridge's part, and more so turn the majority of them directly into points. Um, of the five turnovers that Allen forced, three of them directly resulted in touchdowns, um, including a pair of uh, takeaways in the first half that kind of helped sway momentum, get momentum back on Allen's side after a very back-and-forth uh, start between these two teams. This was essentially a stalemate for about a quarter and a half. Defense very much dictated the start of this game. Both Allen and Cedar Ridge came out. Uh, the offenses came out flat. Six total punts in the first quarter alone. And then at about the seven-and-a-half-minute mark in the second quarter um, you know, Allen got the uh, Allen got the the break that they needed to finally get a little bit of momentum on their side. Um, this was kind of essentially like in looking back on it, this was essentially the play of the game. Um, you know, Cedar Ridge is able to complete a short pass. Um, they're actually, you know, they've got a drive going. They're in Allen territory, but they you know, they complete a short pass. Allen is able to uh, to force and recover a fumble. Um, Takai Lloyd is able to recover the fumble, and he returns it inside the Cedar Ridge five to the three yard line, and then. Uh, just like that, one play later, Brock Sturgis is in for a three-yard touchdown and seven nothing Allen. Um, you know that was a play that not only uh, it not only mattered just from a uh, from a momentum standpoint as far as kind of help you know just just some positive vibes for Allen, which had a really tough time moving the ball against a, a very very solid stout Cedar Hill uh, Cedar Ridge defense, I should say. Um, but you had um you know this was also a play that kind of set back Cedar Ridge in just what they were able to do because um, on that same play their starting quarterback Ezekiel Koss was injured. Um, he got dinged up, limped off the. 
field and he wound up missing the remainder of the half and that just you just completely just cut the uh, you know just cut Cedar Ridge's offense at the knees right there um, you know they rounded out the half with only uh, I believe they only they only totaled about eight yards of offense over their next uh, over their last three drives of the half after after uh, cost got hurt and um, within that stretch they committed their second turnover uh, botching a uh, an exchange between quarterback and running back and um, Allen was able to recover that and then promptly turn that into a touchdown um, a, a 31 yard touchdown from Grant Tisdale to Theo Weiss on nevertheless on on fourth and 21 I believe it was I mean just like I said like I, I said this on Monday's podcast this is slowly becoming one of the uh, you know kind of the most exciting element of Allen's offense just the uh, any time that Theo Weiss is involved in a jump ball just what situations can Theo Weiss not haul in a touchdown and in the uh, in the case of Saturday I mean they threw double coverage at him they clearly saw it coming but it didn't matter Tisdale just put it up Theo Weiss went up and just made a play and as a result Allen was able to go into the half with a 14-0 lead um, you know Cedar Ridge did get a did get cost back in the uh, in the second half but on the whole this was just a I mean this was just a rough day for um I mean for both offenses for that matter um you know Allen is able to uh cash in um once again let's see for their uh, for their third touchdown it was um once again on a uh on not a not a takeaway but on a turnover on downs you know they i mean this you know this was a this was a game that was still you know still 14-0 heading into the uh heading into the fourth quarter so with time at a at a bit of a premium you know Cedar Ridge had to take it you know had to take some chances and um as they were backed into uh I believe uh, they were on fourth down, fourth and nine from their own 19. They decided to fake a punt, and as a result, not only did they end up turning the ball over on downs, um, they ended up <laughs> they ended up being called for intentional grounding as I believe the ball failed to get back to the line of scrimmage. So, um, so that gave Allen the ball at uh, at Cedar Ridge's two yard line, and Sturgis scored on a two yard run one play later, and it's twenty one nothing just like that. And I mean that essentially was you know was the uh, the coffin nail score if not that then nine seconds later when uh, when linebacker uh, Luke Jacksick intercepts uh, Cedar Ridge and returns that thirty one yards for a touchdown for a twenty eight zero lead with about 5.55 remaining in the game. So, um, you know, nevertheless, a, uh, I mean, a game where, I mean, when, yeah, when you factor in again, you you commit five turnovers, obviously that's just, I mean, that's just absolute death. But then when you see what those turnovers resulted in, chiefly two one-play drives that spanned, that one spanned three yards and the other spanned two yards, I mean, you're just, it's like those are free points for Allen. And just you you give Allen that kind of a, that kind of a cushion and just, you know, you're just not going to be able to make up that kind of ground um so let's see on the whole in this one um you know cedar ridge finishes they actually outgained allen in this game uh you know 270 to 200 albeit some of those yards coming in garbage time they were able to get um you know their only points with about uh a little under 90 seconds left in the contest on a 71-yard touchdown pass from Ezekiel Cost to Jalen Ellis. Um, but outside of that, I mean, like I said, that was a it was a garbage time score. It's it came against Allen's backups um, because on the whole, I mean, the starters essentially held that offense in check. Um, you know, Coach Gamble said after the game that you know looking at uh, at the film on Cedar Ridge, they were you know I mean, uh, it was a big emphasis trying to eliminate the big play um, and just kind of force Cedar Ridge to have to you know kind of nickel and dime their way and put together these 
sustained drives. Um, you know, just trusting that Allen's defense would be able to eventually make, you know, make the requisite stops, which they did. I mean, on the whole in this game, I mean, Allen's first and second down defense was pretty spot on for the most part. I mean, Cedar Ridge was forced into a lot of third and longs. Um, they were never really able to get their, uh, their run game going. Allen holds Cedar Ridge to just, uh, you know, to only 108 rushing yards, three yards a carry. Um, you know, this was a game I'm coming in looking at, a, at kind of what Cedar Ridge had on offense. Um, you know, it was an offense that's predicated on the run game, but there were some questions, you know, specifically with their starting running back, uh, Simi Bakari, who um, who had been injured a couple weeks earlier against Capel. There were some, kind of some question marks about just how healthy he might be for this one. Um, just looking at the final numbers, it looks like Bakari was, uh, was well short of 100% from a health standpoint. Allen has held him to just 10 carries for 18 yards. Um, outside of that, I mean, yeah, it was, um, and when you factor in the struggles they had running the ball, having to resort to the pass, I mean, Allen holds Cedar Ridge to a combined 13 of 30 for 170 yards and three interceptions, one touchdown, um, you know, just not a, uh, you know, not, not an efficient day for, uh, for the Cedar Ridge offense in any capacity. And a lot of that had to do with, uh, had to do with what Allen was throwing their way. Um, Allen was able to pick off Cedar, <laughs> Cedar Ridge three times, interceptions hauled in by, uh, Taj Bickham, Luke Jackson. Jackson, as I mentioned, who had a pick six. And then uh, later on in the game, once they put in the uh, backups, uh, Jalen Covington had a terrific interception along the sideline amid, you know, just a whole glut of people somehow came up with the ball. A very, 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 very nice pick to uh, just to kind of polish off, put an exclamation point on the win. Um, you know, um, but let's see, uh, you know, Allen's defense, I mean, you know, this, it's nothing new for Allen. I mean, their defense has been strong all year, you know, specifically against the run. And, um, you know, they were able to showcase that today. I mean, once again, in a, in a much different capacity, they, um, like I said, they held Cedar Ridge just 278 yards of offense. Um, you know, I talked about kind of the need to eliminate the big play. Well, um, of all the, uh, of Cedar Ridge's, I believe they ran something like 60, you know, 60 to 65 snaps in this game, only three plays resulted in a gain of more than 10 yards. And that was including the 71-yard touchdown in garbage time. I mean, essentially through the air, the only big gains that, uh, that Allen gave up through the air was um was the seventy one yard touchdown and then a um you know a thirty five yard uh, strike to uh, to Jalen Ellis down the uh, down the right seam in the second half that wound up uh you know I believe that was the drive that uh that resulted in the um in the uh, in the drive that just yeah they weren't able to come away with any points on that one either so um you know I mean yeah just a a banner effort by uh, by Allen's defense um you know and this and it was much needed because I mean Cedar Ridge's defense you know a lot was uh you know as far as just what to kind of look for in Cedar Ridge you know the very first thing that uh that Coach Gamble said was um just raving about just how good their defensive line was heading into this game and um you know I I, I wrote as much about just how you know I mean how strong that group has played um all season, especially in recent weeks during the postseason, uh, how they had seven sacks last week against Pflugerville Hendrickson. Well, um, that was uh, that was no joke. Cedar Ridge's defense was every bit as advertised on Saturday, um, specifically uh, with their pass rush. Um, you know, it's an area that has kind of been a bit of a, a bit of an up and down spot for Allen. I mean, dating back, you know, as early into the season as week two against Evangel Christian, just kind of the, uh, you know, kind of the, uh, the Allen's struggles, you know, for just protecting quarterback Grant Tisdale consistently you know it was something that uh, you know that kind of reared its head last week against Euless Trinity I mean Trinity was able to put together multiple defensive series where they sacked uh, Tisdale multiple times and um, I mean yeah today I mean whew, 
Cedar Ridge's defense was, I mean, they were as visible in the backfield as any opponent that I've seen against Allen this season. I mean, they were, uh, that pass rush was something special. And um, Allen had a uh, Allen had their hands full in pass protection. Um, on the on the t- overall, Tisdale was sacked seven times, so Cedar Ridge able to replicate its effort from uh, one week ago against Pflugerville Hendrickson. They sacked him seven times, including four times by one player. That's right, Damon Williams. We were joking on the press box. Damon Williams might have earned himself a Division One scholarship on this on this game alone, with just how effective he was, just blowing through the Allen offensive line, and um, just sacking Tisdale and. It really just kind of just completely negated any sort of passing game that Allen was trying to trying to develop because I mean there were times when I mean Tisdale wasn't even able to get his feet set and he was already and he already had a, a Cedar Ridge defender in his face I mean Allen really had a tough time in pass protection and just you know an area that coach Gamble said afterwards you know they'll they'll do the uh, you know they'll go check out the film and you know see what they can do to try and uh, you know try and fix it because that is definitely an area when you look at um you know with uh you know what could lie ahead in the state championship game they're going to have Allen absolutely has to be better in that area. You cannot have just Tisdale running for his life, you know, every time he uh, every time he drops back, um, you know, but Allen was, you know, this was a game that kind of, you know, the weather, this was a rainy day out in Waco. The weather kind of dictated that it was going to be a very run intensive game. And, you know, sure enough, Allen, um, you know, Allen. Allen still, you know, rested on the run plenty. You know, they totaled 43 rushes on the uh, on the afternoon. Didn't have an, not the most effective day, partially because of you know a lot of the yards lost on the uh, on the sacks of Tisdale. Um, you know, they only get 123 rushing yards as a team, 200 yards overall. Um, you know, Brock Sturgis with his uh, with his two rushing touchdowns, he um, he finishes his day with 20 carries for 88 yards. Um, Jawan Robinson gave some you know a couple a few solid carries in relief, five carries for. Uh, for 32 yards um through the air um like i said alan uh you know, Allen not a, not a whole lot through the air, just um, but an efficient day passing. That's one thing that you'll always be able to count on from uh, from Tisdale. Very efficient passer. Um, you know, he goes seven of ten for seventy seven yards and a touchdown. Uh, just as crucial, no interceptions. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, let's see, uh, Theo Weiss. I mentioned Theo Weiss had a huge touchdown catch to cap the first half, or at least as in the closing moments of the first half. He finishes his day with five catches for seventy two yards and a uh, and a touchdown. Um, so yeah, a, a day where um, you know the Allen offense not um you know not a not a performance that's going to uh you know merit a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of praise if nothing else though just because they um you know so they had their struggles but at the same time you know compared to what Cedar Ridge had you know Allen didn't do anything that put its you know that put the team in, in danger of losing you know you could say what you will about the low yardage total and whatnot but they were able to at least you know they were at least you know relatively efficient with the passes and they were able to get enough on the ground to at least keep these drives going and you know just milk the necessary clock then to at least give their defense time to you know catch their breath get back out there and I mean yeah the defense you know was the uh, you know was the story in this one though and they've been uh, I mean they've been terrific all season and as a result yes Allen is bound for a uh, Allen is bound for a uh, for a fifth shot at a uh, at a state championship they're four for four in state title games so um, you know clearly the uh, you know history is a uh, is in their favor so um yes now Allen gets to look ahead to next weekend I believe it is at 3 p.m. Saturday at at 18 T Stadium in a game that uh, I think a, a game that's going to go uh, a little bit against what most what uh, what I think the general consensus was heading into the weekend. I think a lot of people kind of had their fingers crossed that this might finally be the year that we get Allen versus Katie 
But, uh, you know, Allen was able to hold a bit's end of the deal. But Katie was uh, undefeated Katie, you know, ranked number one in the state in some outlets. Um, you know, Katie, unfortunately, has its season go up and smoke at the hands of uh, of the of the reigning uh, 6A Division One state champions, Lake Travis. Um, so, yes, a uh, you know, whereas you had a, uh, you know, you were – he said, I personally had my fingers crossed for a chance that you might get to finally see Allen and Katie throw down and, you know, just the uh, the gathering that both of those teams can uh, can bring, just the hype that's been surrounding those teams all these years. They've never played. Um, would have been very much a, uh, you know, kind of a night. It would have, I mean, it's essentially the equivalent of like a dream matchup in, in high school football terms, but uh, unfortunately fans will have to wait uh, to wait till next year. Um, instead, they get a, a Lake Travis team that, you know, that I, I think today, I mean, obviously, yes, they, uh, you know, they scored a win over Katie, twenty-eight to, to fourteen, and an outcome that I think was a little a little surprising, just considering the uh, you know just the role that Katie had been on, specifically on defense. And again, when you factor in just the weather, I mean, this was it was raining all over Texas today, including um, you know during the Katie uh, Lake Travis game. And yet, despite that, you know Katie, who was kind of built more so for those conditions, they were playing catch up all game long. Lake Travis was able to cash in on a couple trick plays, and they were um, yeah they were playing with a lead the entire way through um, from their opening drive on. So, I mean, a, uh, I mean, a very impressive a statement win by Lake Travis in case there were any questions about just Lake Travis's worth in, uh, in competing in this game. And, um, you know, it's going to offer up a very, uh, a much, much different stylistic uh, matchup for Allen than Katie would have. This is a Lake Travis team that is just about as dynamic a passing offense as there is in the state. And I can, I mean, Allen has seen, you know, Allen has seen some, you know, some balanced offenses this season, but nothing, nothing to the, uh, to the tune of what Lake Travis can do through the air and the talent that they have. So, um, that a, a very fascinating game to, uh, you know, to kind of mark down for, uh, for next weekend out of the AT&T stadium. So yeah, that's, um, let's see, we will obviously, we will get to that game, uh, quite a bit more as the week progresses. Um, but in the meantime, folks, I appreciate y'all checking this out. Um, This is about all I have for this. Um, Thank you very much for giving this a listen. Uh, Once again, this has been Matt Welch with Star Local Media uh, talking about Allen, uh, 28 over Round Rock Cedar Ridge, 7. Congrats to the Allen Eagles headed to to, uh, to AT&T Stadium for a shot at state championship number 5. That's all I had, folks. Hey, you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I will talk to y'all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.